Hey y'all, welcome to Black Girl Uninterrupted. It is a weekly session with your favorite girlfriends designed to help you engage in healthy dialogue, self-reflection, and motivate you while navigating through a world that ain't ready for all your black girl magic. I'm your host, Kiara Amore, and we are back for episode five. Oh my gosh, I am so refreshed after taking one week off and not recording and being able to just reflect on some of the things that I've been going through, y'all. And when I say I've been going through it, baby, but we will discuss more in the episode. Today's episode is called Carousing the Broken Bridge Dream, Breaking Down Connections and Building Walls. And the reason why I named it that is because I recently had a dream about me and a friend crossing a broken bridge. And if you know me, you know that I always research what does this dream mean? And I'm always referring to my favorite site, Dream Move, about the things that are going through my head while while I'm in my subconscious and just trying to understand it. (laughs) But I had this dream about me and my friend crossing this broken bridge and it was just crazy for me to, to wake up the next morning and research what I was researching. And once I opened up uh, Dream Moves, it said to cross a broken bridge is it signifies broken connections or or connections that you think you have with people, but you don't. And it really took a lot for me. And I understood that the dream didn't necessarily mean just because my friend is there in the dream with me. It doesn't necessarily mean that that dream is geared towards her. It was really about the friendships and the people that I think who are for me may not be rooting for me. They may also be those people that say they support you or say that they're your friend or they're supporting your dreams or whatever it is that you are confiding in them or even it's a relationship Um, you are confiding in that person um, and maybe they really don't want the best for you or maybe they don't have your best interest at heart and going through uh, this past week taking that week off to just reflect was was such a help I decided to back off the social media because I needed to just internalize and think about it and like I said I overthink everything Um, But I don't overthink in a negative way. I overthink to understand and I overthink to understand that I need to make sure my feelings are in the right place and I'm doing the feelings check and I'm doing the reality check on the things that I'm considering, whether leaving a friendship, leaving a relationship, uh, career moves, whatever it is that I do, I want to make sure that I'm thinking about it from all different perspectives. So... We're going to talk about breaking friendships up and removing toxic-ass people out your life. (laughs) So without further ado, let's get into episode five. Uh, Girlfriends, let's get into this first segment. 
When I say I was going through it this weekend, I like this past week, I just really don't understand. This whole dating situation in Houston is just so difficult. I've never had uh, dating situations that are so difficult. Like, I've, I've always just known my place or known, like, my role in this situation. Or a guy has always made his uh, position known. It's like... It's like you have to tell a guy out here every little thing, like every small, very, very, very small detail. And so the past weekend, me and my girl, Mika, uh, we took the kids up to the state fair and we was in Dallas and it it was okay. It ranked the whole weekend, but we made a pack like, listen, if it rained, we still got to find something to do with these kids. We went to go see The Hate You Give. And The Hate You Give, oh my gosh, that movie was absolutely everything. I read the book. I gave the book to my friends, um, for Tamika's daughter. And I told her, I was like, hey, when the movie comes out, if you read it, we'll go see it. My treat. And we're going to have a girl's day, you know. And it just so happened that the weekend it came out, we were planning to go to Dallas. Uh, so we went opening weekend, which I'm a big stickler, especially on black movies, to go out opening weekend and support the actors and the actresses of, you know, the brown persuasion. <laughs> so we can make sure our movies do great opening weekend and that just opens up more doors for our actors but needless to say we go to see this movie I'm already emotional because I know what to expect I read the book and I'm just so happy and to see this movie be brought to life by Angie Thomas and the other screenwriters it was just amazing it just gave me so much life and then when she met with Khalil and then the whole situation of him being shot in front of her happened and and to see the emotion it was like this is what really happens when that when when those things happen like it it was like Angie Thomas vision from the words like literally I was shaking and I was and I was I was not able to move and I cried and I looked over from the haptics from from just oh my god it was just so beautiful I can't even describe so, all five of us, this is including me, my son, Mika, and her two daughters, all five of us are now in the movie bawling, crying. We are crying. My son looks over to me and he's like, Mommy, oh my God, this movie is so sad. And I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, I didn't expose him to this extra black shit. And he's just... He's just in his feelings. And the craziest part about it is that they talked about the importance of names and being a good friend to those who are friends to us. And what would we think our friends would want for us to do just in case something bad happened to them. And um, towards the end of the movie, we went through our highs and our lows in this movie. Um, And then... You had your moment of triumph where where Star got her voice and she was like, no longer will I be silent. I have to speak up for him because everyone is taking this moment for granted. And she just rose up and she did her black 
female revolutionary thing, and it was amazing. Honestly, I had chills up my spine, and my son's name is actually Khalil, and so he just really, really, really just um, had an emotional roller coaster going on in his head, and they talked about the importance of names in this movie, and uh, star meaning the light, and Khalil... Uh, I've always told my son what his name means because I think it's important to understand that. But um, I always told him, and at the end of the movie, it said his name means friend. In Arabic, it means friend of Allah. And it's just amazing to have him connect with his name being so um, famous now. And it's just like, I have a popular name. Like, it's Khalil. Like, damn. So it was amazing to see that. And after we left the movies, we went to the Texas State Fair, which is a bulk of shit. Um, Be so honest with you, you must be from Texas to enjoy the Texas State Fair. Um, The food was trash, the fries was trash, the nachos tasted like, um, like Frosted Flakes, like stale Frosted Flakes in the nacho version and it was just it wasn't good we went there the adults we went there for the food you had to buy tickets for everything everything was overpriced you had to spend like 12 tickets on a soda it was just way too much but we got to see Ludacris but Texas State Fair you would not see me again I think that whole uh ticket situation is ludicrous I get it y'all got you know minimum wage people there and y'all don't want them handling y'all cash. I totally get it. I, I totally get it. However, having a pop ticket system where we could just buy these kids wristbands and they could ride all they want to would be better, you know. But it's nothing better than a day county you fair. Sorry. Well, not sorry. <laughs> so while I was on this trip, um, a lot of y'all know I was seeing someone and um, the crazy thing about it is, is that my expectations while I'm dating someone is extremely high. Um, I think I just expect a certain amount of autonomy from that person. And this person just really did not live up to it that week. And I did not hear from him until he was like, oh, have fun in your trip. And I'm like, my trip is damn near over. Like, what do you mean have fun on my trip? And it's crazy because, like I said, uh, I had a dream that night after I was like, well, what the hell that's supposed to mean? Um, and I had a dream about not being able to cross the bridge and again like I said earlier in the in the podcast the not being able to cross the bridge or seeing the broken bridge in your dreams um represents uh relationships that necessarily aren't there that you think is there uh and it's it's about misconnections as well so that's my check-in <laughs> this past week on the work tip girlfriends i just been going through it at work. I've just been, like, unfocused. Um, just a lot of changes going on in my job. And I'm just really trying to understand, like, where I fit in. And and trying to deal with, like, toxic coworkers. It's just, it's crazy because I just feel so, I feel so like a fish out of water. Like, I just don't belong. And I'm just trying to understand where... 
I fit in with the mix because I don't. And that's totally fine with me. But it's like, how do you navigate in a world or how do you navigate in a workspace where it's constant childish behavior? And we're going to talk about dealing with toxic coworkers in the later podcast. And I honestly, I never really dealt with people like this at work that, that are like constantly trying to just down other, another female. Like I've really never worked with people like this um before so it's it's all new to me like I said it's, it's this whole Houston thing is is very new to me the people are different um I've been fortunate enough to start going out with one of my Facebook groups and hanging out with them and trying to like get more friends <laughs> and trying to get friends at 29 is so difficult because I'm so set in my ways I love sitting at home watching movies doing my own thing or enjoying my son and having that quality time but I guarantee you I look forward to a night out but it's not how it used to be when I was 25 or 26 or not even 21 like I look forward to my bed so I am one of those memes where they be like girl what you doing getting ready and I'm still in my covers because I'm contemplating on flicking (laughs) but so far that's all I got for (laughs) check-in I just saw this uh, Rumi quote that I love. Set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames. The Philly translation of that is don't be hanging with no jank ass jokers that don't help you shine. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Look at your last five text messages. Are those people feeding your flames or dousing your fire put your phone down for just a second and look around look to the people around you are those people throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it the people that you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams everybody don't deserve to be around you you got to defend your light with your life so who are the people in your life that are fanning your flames shout them out tag them below All right, y'all, it's time to get into the topic of the day. So Saturday night, I'm going to sleep. I'm a little uneasy. I'm in Dallas at the hotel. Midnight, um, midnight, like between the night, I decide to wake up after having a dream. And in this dream, me and Mika, we are going across this winding road but it's we're like going into the city it's a really big red building in front of us and now the highway starts to form into like a a bridge circulating this really really tall really massive red building and Mika did not anticipate Mika's driving everybody knows I always see on my snapchat Mika going Mika gonna get us in an accident one day, but she is well controlled in her driving. But honey drive like a uh like 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 she a police officer running to a crime, okay? 
<laughs> so we're in the car and we start to like Mika has to do like some really good breaking in order for us to not uh, like really instantly fall off the bridge because the bridge starts winding and it's winding downwards and then <laughs> and then it's like we start to tilt off the bridge and we're going Full speed, and she's eating chips. I'm like, girl, I thought you wanted something. I'm like, Mika, the road, the road, oh my God. That is me in real life all the time, right? So the bridge all of a sudden ends, and we're crossing a large body of water, and there's the other connecting part of the bridge. And I'm like, Mika, you drove us over a drawbridge, and now we going to die. And, like, we're literally falling off of this bridge, and we literally land on another highway, and I woke up. Like, it like it was so surreal that I really thought I was, <laughs> like, I thought I was dying in this dream, and it's so crazy, um, <sighs> It like it is just so crazy how like this dream just just took me on this roller coaster and I've always said to my friends I am very very clairvoyant as far as in my in the spiritual realm when I'm asleep and all my friends know I do not sleep with all the lights off cuz just some things I just feel like I just don't like <laughs> in the dark and what the dark represents but needless to say <laughs> that's just my paranoia but needless to say, um, so we, we, we land and I wake up and, and it's so crazy because I wake up and Mika wake up at the same time. And I'm like, girl, I just had a dream. Girl, we fell off a bridge. And Mika was like, what? And then I'm like, Mika, like the, the bridge was just crazy. And then she say, well, look it up. And I'm like, yeah, you right, you right, you right. So I, I begin to start looking at what the dream means. And again, it says um, to dream that you're falling off of a bridge is to, to signify relationships or friendships that you um, that is definitely probably not what you think they are. And to see a large body of water in the dream and depending on how the water is, it it tells more about your emotional state and how you can deal with your emotions. In this dream, the large body of water was, it was massive, but it was a calm. So obviously I'm, I'm available to uh, stay calm and keep control of my emotions. And it was just crazy because I have been having feelings about different friendships and different situations that I'm going through um, in my waking life. And I'm always questioning those friendships and the genuineness of those friendships. And I wanted to talk about genuine friendships because I feel like sometimes we always don't uh, have genuine people in our life. And sometimes we have people that are just there for the ride or people that's there to just benefit themselves or we have genuine friends that just don't really know how to show um, their their support as a friend. So I've I've 
never really fallen out with a lot of friends. I, I can honestly count on one hand how many friends I said I've had differences with, and we've probably never bounced back from those. And those are unfortunate, especially when there are friendships that has lasted for years. And, you know, a small difference can allow you to just, you know, break away from your friend and no longer be friends with someone you've established a friendship with. And I am guilty of that. I can I can honestly say that. But within, you know, uh, taking a break from that friendship, you do learn a lot about yourself and what it is that that friendship brought for you in or into your life as well. So you want to take that time to reevaluate that friendship all the time and to see if that's something that you want to be a part of. I have a friend that... Right now, we're, we don't even talk, and her and I were so close at one point, and I just felt like the things that I told her in confidence, she decided to use those things um, and kind of like, like, a, like to, to, to throw a jab or to throw shade or whatever. And I just was, I just got to a point where I was just like, I don't even want to hear this shit. Like, I don't want to be cool no more. I just stopped answering the phone and I just stopped giving a fuck, you know. And I just, I just made up some small ass excuses to, to start dissing myself or whatever from her. And I honestly now, and I'm saying about two to three years later, like, you know, I do miss that friendship and I do feel like the friendship uh, can do some repairing because we were so close and she, she knows who I'm talking about and our sons were like best friends, but it's just like, those are the things that you need to do for yourself to understand, like, what is this friendship really bringing me? Like, is this a friendship where it's one-sided, I'm giving and I'm giving, but all you do is take, take, take. And I definitely don't feel like that was our situation. I just felt like, the things that I say, you know, leave that for us, you know, but not to not to later bring it up to throw shade towards me, especially when it's dealing with a sensitive subject that um that we give to our friends, especially if it's, if it's a friend like, you know, for 10 plus years, you don't expect them to throw shade on something that you deem very sensitive, you know. So on the on the flip side. Uh, if you are one of those friends that dish it, you got to be able to take it and you can't just be so quick to, to shut down when your friend is telling you like, listen, you know, I, I don't appreciate what it is that you're doing. I don't appreciate what it is that you're saying. You know, can you provide me some clarity on that? So you want to be able to be a friend that listens and understands and just respect where they're coming from because so many people we end up shutting down the the first time someone says, oh, I don't like when you did this, or I don't like when you did that. Uh, and especially for longevity friendships. Now, it's friendships that's like been a couple of months. I don't give two to hootins or two hells or two fucks or, you know, if they dismantle or not, because it's not like the friendships are going to just, you know, it's, it's going to be so detrimental to my life that this friendship ended or whatever. So I'm bringing all that up because um, the the bridge was so was was so important in this dream because it's people that I always thought that probably was there for me or that are currently there for me that's not really there for me, and I brought this into 
uh, my situation um, that I was with seeing with somebody and I wanted some clarity on like what it is that we were doing and and like what it is that like what was going on with him and I and I started having like these like weird dreams that he just wasn't the person that he was presenting himself to be and um I started having the weird dreams and then like this weekend when I went away, I had the bridge dream and I was like, oh my God, three dreams in a row. I definitely need to take some time off from social media, take some time off from calling my friends, my family members, and I just need to just relax and think about what it is that I'm seeing in this dream. So in 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 shorter terms, it's so important that you reevaluate everyone in your life. If you do not take the time to reevaluate your place and your position and, and the, the validity um, of you being in someone's life and what, what value do they add in your life as well, you might as well just keep wasting your time. I don't want to be in a situation or a friendship or a relationship or a marriage where I don't have clear understanding of what it is that we both bring to the friendship, relationship, situation, or marriage. And it's so important in friendships that we both understand our position as a friend. I am one of those friends that's just like a giving friend, and I'm always that friend you can call when you need good advice, when you need wretched advice, and when you need some advice for people to just be like, you know, what should I do? You know, very, very uh, conflict resolution driven. <laughs> and I think that's where I picked up in HR. Like, I love helping people resolve conflict. So when you have friends that you feel like you want to reevaluate in your life first, you need to start gauging your friends, gauging questions that are, you know, geared towards the things that you deem acceptable and unacceptable. Now, the reason why I feel like this is important is because you got to know who you flocking with. Birds of a feather flock together. I don't care how old I get. Getting into my 30s, the type of friends that we were in our early 20s, if we didn't come up together and I'm just meeting you in my late 20s when it's in my 30s, like you really have to be on the same type of shit I'm on. If you're not, I really can't rock with you, right? Because we're not growing together. We have no common interest. Why are you? Why are we friends? If I'm going to do hood rat things with my hood rat friends. I'm not going to meet someone new and do hood rat things with you because I don't trust you enough, right? So, again, you know, gauge the things that you desire, like um, marriage. I had a conversation with a friend um, about, you know, sleeping with married men, and I just felt like she was okay with it. And I was just like, I can't rock with that, bro. Like, I really can't. And I'm getting to know this friend more um, because she's a friend of a friend. And I'm getting to know this person more. um, And I'm just trying to understand, like, if I really can be friends with her. And I'm trying to understand, like, our our dynamic and how we can mesh well. Um, 
And I asked the question about, you know, sleeping with married men. And she was like, she down with it. And it is what it is. And she going to fuck them because ain't nobody care about her marriage or whatever like that. And I really can't rock with that. So that brings me up like like red flags. Like, you know, she probably don't have no concern or discernment of what it is that she values in relationships. And that's a conflict for me. Now, granny, I will party with her. I'll probably go out. But when it comes to me bringing my nigga around, I probably definitely won't be doing that. Because <laughs> when people say they don't give a fuck about boundaries, and especially a boundary like that, like, I mean, you know, I just can't rock with it. So you got to you gotta make sure you flocking with the right, with the right crowd, especially in our 30s, because... I ain't hanging with nobody that I don't have no common interest in. And, you know, you still walk around with this, you know, whole it's life mentality at the age of 35. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm too old. <laughs> like, I'm getting, I'm getting up in age and I just don't want to do that no more. <laughs> so the next thing that I want you to do after engaging um, conversation and engaging in conversation with uh, potential friends or, you know, associates and you want to vet them some more. I think the next proper thing is to uh, find some common interests that you both can enjoy and see how they operate in those arenas. Going out with your friends to the club is cool. But when you talk about going out to like a mixer on a rooftop bar and it's not a club and it's a real classy event, you know, you got to know if your friend can code switch. I love my friends who can code switch. I don't care when we want to go do Caucasian things, we're going to go do Caucasian things and we might be a little bougie while doing them. You know, so you got to have friends that you can code switch with and you can enjoy uh, other things outside of the club and drinking and partying with. Uh, another important thing that is important for me to have a friend that enjoy the same type of um potential things that we can expose our kids to me and Mika are so tight like we literally think about the same things and we'd be like hey friend what you think about this and it's so dope that you can either have a friend like that so suddenly that me and her could literally be thinking about the same exact type of trip that we want to take the kids on for spring break and we come in and be like oh my god I was just about to ask you about that you know so we we want to have the same values as our friends and we want to enjoy similar things. And we want to have friends that can code switch and be able to be a chameleon in certain events. Now I'm going to my company's uh, holiday party and I don't have a date. So guess who's going? Mika. I know she ain't going to be ratchet. So I know I can bring my girl. <laughs> I know I can bring my girl for some fun entertainment. And, you know, she can keep it classy, keep it cute. And then after that, after we leave the party, we can go get ratchet, you know? So it is a, hey, it's life. Life is lit, okay? And that's all I'm going to say. So after you uh, discover common interests with your potential friends or current friends, find ways that you can uh, do things 
together spiritually. It is so important that you have friends that are uh, spiritually driven and you guys have a common uh, religious practice or spiritual practice together because there is nothing like a friend that keeps you grounded and reminds you that, you know, you may not be in control of this. It's all about God's plan or Jehovah's plan or Allah's plan. Like you want to make sure you always have that friend that's grounded in religion or spiritual beliefs because they're always going to keep you centered. And I have one of those. And I honestly, when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling down, I have that person I can say, friend, I really just, I I really just don't understand this, this decision or this, this trouble that I'm having. Is there a way that you can help me find a better understanding, you know, guide me to something because I'm not a big person that will open up the Bible, search through it and be like, oh yeah, I know where, you know, um, Jehovah and, and Joshua ate the apple and I'm not like, I'm not one of those friends that you can, that, that can tell you a good Bible story. I could probably say, um, Judah betrayed Jesus and, um, Daniel was in the lion's den (laughs) <laughs> so I would be that friend and just be like, hey, girl, I don't know, but um, let me look up Google for God's 911 hotline and where you go. But there's always a friend that has some type of either cultural or, or spiritual or religious um, thing that they can add to what it is that you're going through or even pray for you and keep you uplifted because those are the type of people that are going to help bring you closer to that walk in faith. Now, I don't have a church home here in Houston and I've been church hopping and just nothing has been connecting for me and it's it's been a struggle and I would love so much to be able to go out and get some church friends or get connected or be able to uh, enjoy my time in church. But it's just so hard getting connected to people that I really just don't understand. And I just really uh, just feel like they just, they're just not genuine, you know? So I would love to meet more people, um, and say, hey, y'all, let's go to church. And, you know, that friend that's like, nah, bitch, I ain't trying to go to no church. Like, I ain't trying to, you know, I ain't trying to be up in Jesus today. I'm trying to go, you know, go to brunch, you know. But you, we always got to remember it's a higher power, whether we call him Jesus, Jehovah, God, Allah, you know, Yahweh, whatever it is. Whatever it is, we have to acknowledge that presence and we always have to pay homage to it. Because it's what's keeping us going. And you better do it. (laughs) So those are my top three things that you want to consider when you are developing friendships with people. um, And and reevaluating your friendships is one, like I said, gauge gauge your friends Gauge questions that that you deem are a part of your values. And if they don't align with what you believe in, you have to make that decision yourself. Uh, Find friends that you can uh, experience 
other things with outside of the club. You want a friend that you can go to an art gallery opening with, whether it's the same friend or it's a one friend or multiple friends. You want people that you can code switch with um, and experience different things with. It's, it's nothing like having a diverse group of friends. And then you want to have that friend that is spiritually rooted, spiritually or religiously rooted, because they are, they do have their benefits, whether we like it or not. Having that friend that is grounded in their religion or their religious beliefs, and they believe in the same things that you believe in, they'll always find a way to bring you back and keep you grounded and keep you steadfast on what it is that you want to do. In Valerie Burton's book, and y'all know I'm a fave of Valerie Burton, and I love her religiously. In one of her books, this is the second installment of uh, her Women Think Differently um, series of books. And uh, one of these, this book is particularly called Brave Enough to Succeed, 40 Strategies for Getting Unstuck. And Valerie talks about, and in this particular section, this is the beginning, she talks about getting your shit together, okay? (laughs) She talks about getting your shit together and recognizing where you are in your walk. So it is amazing to see how someone such as Valerie Burton can really give you a book that's really a workbook. It's not only containing, you know, the the good things that she wants you to put into practice, but she's also making you write and be accountable for the things that you want to achieve. And it talks about having an engaging and healthy relationship. So this is the quote that she wrote. You are healthy and whole and you only engage in healthy relationships. Now, this is something I want you to say. We're going to say it again together. You ready? You are healthy and whole. And you only engage in healthy relationships. Let's say it again in first person. I am healthy. I am whole. And I only engage in healthy relationships. I keep this quote by my bed because I want to make sure I understand to only engage in healthy relationships. Relationships are not just men and women. They are friendships, they are work relationships, and they are family relationships as well. You only want to engage in healthy relationships. It is so important that we Surround ourselves with like-minded individuals who have the same ideas of what we want out of life. We don't have to have the same one-track mind, but we have to want the same things out of life. I want my friends or the friends that I will potentially have, I want them to have um, dreams of owning their house or buying their house at a certain age, uh, being debt-free, being goal-driven, being being career-driven, being a great mother or a great father, 
being a supportive friend, a supportive parent, being open-minded, you know, being able to travel the world. You want to have friends that also are healthy individually. And those type of people keep you pushing, keep you going when you feel like you may be falling a little bit off the wagon. Again, we're going to say it again. I am healthy, I am whole, and I only engage in healthy relationships. I brought this with the Broken Bridge dream because it really resonated. Here I am debating a potential relationship, potential friends, and my dream just says, Hey, Kiara, you know, you think these people are for you, but they probably really not. Therefore, it's not a healthy relationship for me to engage in. And lo and behold, those friendships or those relationships dissolved quietly. And I have no hurt, no love loss over those. Because those weren't the relationships or friendships that I should have been in in the first place. Sometimes we are so quick to ask people the millions of questions, especially when we're dating, the 21 questions or all the questions that we want to ask. People can tell you one thing when you first start talking to them or getting to know them, but then they morph into whoever they really want to be after they get comfortable. Sometimes it takes time for people to shed their skin, you know. Summertime, I I, I tend to shed on my little feet, but, but you know, it's because the weather changed. <laughs> but people shed their skin just, just like snakes, and people reveal who they are eventually. It may not be up front. So never feel bad about the interaction that you thought was for you, but but turns out that it wasn't. When you are faced with a situation that wasn't necessarily for you, how are you dealing with that? How are you coping? How are you uh, moving forward? And how are you internalizing it? One thing I want you to understand is that People have their own motives, whether you know it or not, whether you're comfortable with it or comfortable understanding it or not. They do. Everyone has motives. Now, the understanding is that we need to know, are they genuine or are they just trying to ride this wave? Are they here because they love me or are they here because they want something from me? Are they here because they want to be here or is it because they need me out of convenience? We have to understand why people are in our life. What position are they playing? Am I the quarterback? Are you the linebacker? Are you the running back? How do we create a better a better tribe? And that's the whole point of this 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 episode. Building my tribe in Houston is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy even if I was home. It would have been comfortable because I stayed with my crowd. I stayed with my girls since high school, and as that, no new friends. But the more your friends grow, 
They get more friends. And I'm one of those people, like, I tend to not get new friends because I'm just so stuck. Like, I have my bitches. I don't need no more friends. You know, and I close up and I shell up and I build up those walls because I'm so afraid to let people in. But it's okay to let those walls, those emotional walls that we have, like we don't want to make friends because I'm scared and I've been hurt and I've been scorned by other friends before or other relationships. It's okay to let those down in order to get to know people. And if we feel like those people are not genuine, build up that wall brick by brick and let that person go ahead, politely move on to the next wall or to the next bridge, or to the next person that they want to destroy. It's so important that you understand why you are in someone's life. Are you beneficial? Are they beneficial? When people have motives and there are are not pure motives, it will come out. You will cry, you will feel bad, you will feel sorry, you will probably eat whipped cream like my girl Ari Lennox does. You will go through those fallout emotions, but at the end of the day, you got to pick yourself up and you got to keep fucking trucking. This past week, I let myself distance myself from social media and it was much needed because Here I am thinking it was one thing when it wasn't, but at the same time, I still got obligations. I still have a kid to take care of. I still got a podcast to host. I still got things I need to write. I got show stuff I got to do. I have dinner to cook. I have lunch to make for the week. I can't allow myself to break down entirely. But the minute I spend to myself, I did not want to spend it looking at other people. Not saying I was envious of other people's happiness, but I want to reflect. I want to take time to myself and say, you know what? Big Bad Joe was a dog ass person or Katrina, you know, she really fucked me over on this one. You know, how am I going to get over this? It You have to take time to get over the fallout, that broken bridge, that misconnection. You have to allow yourself time, whether it's a day or a week or two weeks. You have to give yourself time. Evaluate the friendships constantly, daily. Evaluate your interactions with your friends. Are they healthy interactions? Are they not? What do I do when they're not healthy interactions with someone I consider a friend? How do I let go of a friendship that no longer serves me? How do I distance myself from an unhealthy, unhealthy, relationship. Those are things that you have to take into account. You have to do the work and you have to go through the mud in order to see it. So for the last time, before we wrap up the show, I am healthy and whole 
and I only engage in healthy relationships. Friends, girlfriends, some boyfriends out there, hey! I cannot stress enough how important it is to engage in healthy relationships. Sometimes we have broken connections, broken friendships that are meant to stay broken. And there are some that we have to let go in order to come back and rebuild. When I go home for the summer, I plan to reach out to my friend that I have a broken relationship with. And I, and I really intend on fixing it. I won't be home for a lot, but I'll be there. And in that meantime, I tend, I will repair that friendship, that broken friendship. I will repair that broken bridge. You have to evaluate who you are around and if they serve a great purpose in your life. If not, you got to go and you got to do what's best for you. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that was deep. Episode five. Oh, broken bridges. Whew. I don't know about y'all, but I feel 30 pounds lighter, even though I'm technically not, but I still feel 30 pounds lighter (laughs) getting that off my chest and being able to just, you know, speak to y'all so, uh, so transparently. And I love transparent communication. I live for me a transparent conversation. However, it has been a pleasure being here with y'all for episode five of Black Girl Uninterrupted. Make sure you like, comment, share. Share, share, share. Like, comment, and share the podcast. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a review on Anchor. We will be on TuneIn. And I also have a brand new partnership with another mini micro podcasting app that I'll be announcing on Instagram tomorrow morning. I would love for you guys to hear inspirational things that I'm reading throughout the day, giving y'all some extra boost, some extra girlfriend love all the way from Houston, Texas. So again, like, comment, share the podcast, let everybody know how I'm doing on Black Girl Uninterrupted. Make sure you are hitting me up with any questions or topics that you want me to cover. Girlfriend, I am here. I am ready because she ready. Okay. (laughs) Girlfriends, it's been a pleasure and make sure you tune in to next week Thursday when we are back for another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. <laughs>